Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. Hello, everyone. It's Angela Ardolino. Fernando Yumana. Of It's a Dog's Life. And Hernando's uh, out there in New York City. I'm here in Tampa. And um, yeah, it's a, we, we're going to talk a little bit about one of our favorite um, subjects, which is training your dog. And one of the things that I think that's so funny that we deal with on a regular basis is um, kind of teaching and training pet parents. Uh, Steffi, I don't know if you know this, we are uh, medical cannabis experts and we have a full hemp extract uh, line of products for pets. And so I know you can relate, relate to this. This Steffi is our guest. We'll get to in a minute. Um, but we, when, when a dog's freaking out and anxious because a thunderstorm or a hurricane is rolling in, um, whatever the, 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 the anxious thing that's, whatever's causing them anx- to be anxious, there's nothing worse than coming at them with a bottle. Oh my God. Chasing your dog down. <laughs> To grab their head, grab their face, and force some sort of liquid into their mouth. So it's always funny because, you know, I can't get it in my dog's mouth. And we kind of feel like we have to do a little bit of training and go, look, treat it as a treat. Treat it as something that's good. Uh, as you know, we've trained our Doberman to come ask for it because she knows that this is the stuff that makes her feel good. So people don't understand how important training is. People don't understand that if you want the the perfect dog, it requires a lot of training and discipline, just like raising and disciplining a child. Yep. If you want them to be independent and listen and know what to do in situations and how to behave in situations, someone's got to teach them. So as we know, because we're educators, we know some people are have a more difficult time and that's when we have to turn to an expert. And uh, we have an expert here with us today and we're very excited that she's joining us. It's Steffi Trout. And I love the name of your training business it's called spirit dog which of course i assume that means that you really work with the spirit of each dog because every dog's completely different um and what i also love and we love empowering pet parents is that you do online instruction to teach us how to teach our dogs. So there's no excuse. (laughs) So there's no excuse. So that's really, really cool. So Steffi, tell us, how the heck did you get into dog training? I know you've got some dogs that that kind of steered you in a certain in this direction, but share your story with us. Tell us about why you became a trainer in the first place. So first of all, thank you for having me. You bet to be here. So I really just started out um, training my own dogs. I got a border collie puppy about six, seven years ago. And I just had so many plans for him. I taught him so many tricks. Every morning I would get up and I'd be excited to play with my dog and train my dog. And 
Chris Porter Collies are dogs that will just play and train with you all day long. Yeah, they're not the type of dog that say, oh, thanks, I've played around the fetch, I'm ready to go to sleep now, yeah? They play around the fetch and they play some frisbee and they do some agility and they learn 20 tricks and then you start all over. So I started out doing that just for myself and I enjoyed it greatly. And uh, just slowly, uh, other people from my town noticed what I was doing. Another trainer asked me to come and teach some trick classes at her training center. And it grew from there. And now I do this full time, probably more than full time, more than 40 hours a week. I'm doing both in-person instruction locally. I have a lot of local clients. And then I do online training as well, which for me has been really, really fun and rewarding to be able to provide reward-based and science-based happy training to everybody anywhere. So um, when, so if an interested pet parent wants to do your online classes, is, is it a class they sign up for and they get a one-on-one -on -one with you or is it videos and they kind of go through tutorials showing them how to do certain things? So there's actually options for both. You can do it as a complete self-study. You get lifetime access when you sign up. So Very cool. No, no time rush. Yeah, I know many people have busy schedules. They cannot commit to being online at one certain time every week. That's not necessary. If you have a busy schedule, you can watch the videos at 2 a.m. And then I also have the opportunity to chat directly with me through Skype, through emails. They can send me videos. So it's very individual. Um, most people, we kind of discuss what their goals are. And I think everybody is an individual, every dog, every person. And I try to treat them as such and devise a training plan that fits their needs. Oh, that's amazing. Cool. So I'm looking at some of the online classes. What? One of them says um, basic obedience, which of course we all want. What's include, what do you consider basic obedience? Like what's the number one thing pet parents want to be able to teach their pets? You know, I think the number one thing is for pet parents to teach their dogs to just chill out. <laughs> yeah, so um, I had two clients this morning, uh, both of them very fun, happy dogs, and the number one thing complaint is that they're bouncing around, they're out of control, they don't walk well on leash, they cannot settle, they bark at strangers. So for me, uh, my first step usually is to show them how to just get a dog to tone it down a notch. So the problem that many people have with their dogs is that the dog is constantly feeling like he has to kind of run the situation yeah he thinks oh if I bark a lot I get taken for a walk or if I jump up I get a treat yeah or if I pull on leash this walk is going to be more fun yeah so a lot of it is um, showing the dog that no actually you know what if you sit down you get a treat and if you walk nicely we're going to go for a great walk just like kids rewarding That's good right. behavior right. instead of the bad behavior I love it what would you um, say for, I have, I have an older dog, so she's uh, turning nine this year, and um, what's, the, what's the way in for teaching an old dog new tricks? Oh, uh, you know, I have found that many old dogs actually really love to get started in training, just as much as younger ones. Sometimes you run into a little bit of trouble with the older ones. They're not as impressionable anymore. Yeah, often a puppy, you produce a meatball, and they're like, wow, I will do anything you want. <laughs> 
<laughs> so often for the older dogs, you want to spend some more time finding the perfect reward that they will really love, yeah? So I recommend if uh, you eat meat or you go to the grocery store, you get some meat products, you just kind of go through the line. You try some hot dogs, you try some bologna, you try some ham, you can try string cheese, yeah, and you, you do not give up until you found the thing that your dog really goes crazy for. Oh. What do you like, Blanche? Where are you? She's and that, and that um, so that's basic obedient, obedience. What is recall and outdoor focus? So, you know, many people, they take their dog to their obedience class and the dog learns to sit very nicely at the dog school. The dog learns to heal very nicely at the dog school. But the first time they take the dog hiking, the dog is like, oh, I don't remember any of this. So Recall and Outdoor Focus is a class where we teach our dogs how to pay attention to us in any situation. So we start with just easy recall games outside of our house or at the park, and we work up to a level where the dog is able to, for example, come when we call him off of a full football, yeah, so the dog leaves the full football to come to us. Or Impossible! <laughs> or a toy, the dog starts chasing the toy, and we call him, and mid-chase he aborts and turns around back to us. So, awesome. This prepares them for making the split-second decision in any situation, okay, my handler calls me, this is my number one priority now. Ah, that's awesome. I love that. Um, and then, like, what are the most easy or popular tricks that you train or that you teach your dog? And what is, like, teaching tricks your dog is really fun, but doesn't that help kind of your relationship with them and how you communicate with them and start recognizing their behaviors and noticing whether they're paying attention? Like, tricks isn't just so that you have a cute, funny little dog that does things on your command, right? There's other, other benefits to training them to do these fun things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I like to teach all of my clients how to make their dogs spin left and right, for example. It's a behavior that dogs often do when they're excited just by themselves. Naturally, they start spinning just like little kids start jumping up in the air or clapping their hands. Yeah. Right. And you know, you learn how your dog learns. Your dog learns how to communicate with you in training. And you can even use these tricks in situations where your dog might maybe be anxious. So, for example, one of my dogs had to go and have an eye exam this week because he had a little eye infection. Of course, that's nothing that's pleasant for the dog, yeah. As soon as they were done, I asked him to spin left and right, to jump up with me, to do some leg weaves through my legs, still in the exam room, and he perked right back up. So he's, you're training him to do something fun, just kind of how Anthony Robbins tells us to go like this, just to get out of this <laughs> terrible mood. <laughs> I love it. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and, and intelligently 
to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Candid. Captivating. Compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. Oh, you got me again. All right. Uh, you got me again. Welcome to Cannabis okay. Confidential. Ah! <laughs> hey, we did it. We did it. Yes, Welcome. I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know the one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. I love here I'm reading that it says all you need is 10 minutes a day to um, help your dog and I think that's like for me and my friends we're it's we're too busy we're too busy so 10 minutes a day of just basic tricks of just like simple commands how do you go about something like that for someone you start with yeah for someone who says I have a really busy schedule I don't have an hour a day and you say I have 10 minutes what what's the 10 minutes so I would even divide those 10 minutes into two minutes here, two minutes there. Yeah. So maybe in the morning you put on your coffee machine and then you go train your dog for the three minutes that it takes for your coffee to run through. You have him sit, you reward him for sitting, you take a step back, you reward him for not getting up from his sit, you have him weave through your legs or you have him lie down, he gets a treat for that and then you want to be done. I think it's a big misconception that dog training is this big activity that takes blood and sweat and tears yeah, yeah. If, if it is like that it's no fun for you and it's no fun for the dog and it'll probably not get you anywhere i want my dogs to think of training as the best part of their day 
yeah? That's the 10 minutes a day or the 50 minutes a day where they feel like superstars. So I make a real point about always letting the dog know how great they're doing. Because nobody enjoys working with a teacher who just puts you down, right? So the better your teacher is at encouraging you and at motivating you and telling you how great you're doing, the better you will feel about yourself. And this will show in your performance. So basically, it's the same thing again with kids, where there's been study after study that the best way kids learn is through play. Absolutely. So you're, it's kind of the same type of practice that playing, doing the repeat behavior, them just seeing that they're pleasing you is, you know, is where it gets at because they're not only having a good time, they're looking at you and going, yes, she likes it. He likes it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I want my dog to be in training also with the mindset of how can I do this right? Not just with the mindset of, wow, just five minutes of this hour are over. Great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have you incorporated it. any uh, CBD ever in your training? I have. Yes. So one of the dog issues that I see the most is anxiety. And there's the common misconception that we only see this in dogs that have been abused or that come through rescue. I think that is wrong. I think most dogs have anxiety in some aspect of their lives. Some of them might have it just in little areas where it doesn't make a big difference. But for many dogs, they have some anxiety about some situation that can really influence how they are feeling the whole day that this situation might arise. And even dogs that come from breeders, even dogs that have been owned by their owners since they were little puppies, just like people, you know, we have our little idiosyncrasies, our little things that we do not feel so good about. Same thing happens to dogs. And usually I try and start treating the anxiety, of course, not right away with medication. Yeah, that's not my first thing is to right. let's give something to your dog. Yeah, we, we look at the situation, we look at the setup, we see if we can change something. But like you said, thunderstorms, well, yeah, there's nothing I can change about thunderstorms. Yeah, there's going to be a thunderstorm, it's going to be a thunderstorm. One of my star students actually is named Brody. And he was a puppy that the family purchased when he was two months old. Yeah, so you would think set up for puppy success. We really don't know what happened in these first two months of his life. But he already came quite a stressed dog. Yeah, from the get-go, there was just something a little bit off. And unfortunately, even with training, that seemed to get worse and worse and worse. So by the time he was six months old, he was probably the most dog-aggressive puppy I have ever seen um, wow. if we were at the park and there was a dog maybe 200 300 feet away he would be lunging he could not take treats anymore it was a very difficult situation with him usually the earlier on this aggression shows up the more serious we have to take it because puppies naturally try and get along with everybody that's just safe for them yes. so a puppy that's so young and who chooses to just go all into attack mode rather than pin back the ears and be like, hi, I'm cute, want to play, <laughs> that, that's really concerning. So we tried different things with training with this dog. The issue can be that no training is going to work if the dog at the beginning of the training session is already so stressed that he cannot eat, that he cannot sing. Everything he's going to retain from this session is a sense of anxiety and stress and fear and not wanting to be there. As we right. said, the exact opposite of what we want to build in our dogs. 
And for Brody, it got to a point where he could not even step outside of the front door and eat a treat. Wow. And I talked to his owner whether she would be open about trying out some CBD oil for him. There's other options for dogs such as Prozac, but I really that's really not my go-to option. I do not like putting dogs onto that. Uh, it, it has a very long period to build up in the dog, yeah, and then once it has built up, you think, oh, you know, maybe my dog's like too tranquilized now, or it didn't work, and so. It makes the matter worse. So sometimes it brings anxiety even, yeah. And we're not, and we're not seeing what the liver is being put through because it has to metabolize this synthetic drug that's in them. That's made for humans. <laughs> right. So I asked the owner if she would be open to trying out CBD oil. I'm, I always um, approach that matter very cautiously because I'm not a vet. I cannot recommend people to put their dogs onto certain supplements or not. But I thought that Brody could really benefit from it. And the owners were very open to it. Um, they immediately purchased some. And we put Brody onto it, and we could see an immediate change. Yeah, he got to a point where he could actually start training with us and start working with us. So within, I think, a few days, he was uh, able to go outside of the front door and take treats there. And then the owners were just super great about being really following my step-by-step -step method, not rushing any steps. Yeah, so walking him down the pathway to the front of their house slowly and then walking him up and down the street. Uh, we are now at a point where he can hang out next to my dog, the one who's sitting right next to me. He can hang out next to her uh, with maybe just a five feet distance, which is an enormous improvement over where we were at, yeah, with those 300 feet of a distance. And for him, it was just a means to get his anxiety and stress down to the level where he was even able to respond to training. Yeah. If we have some dog that's just out of their mind, total fear, totally negative state, you know, we can have all the treats in the world. We can have all the great training ideas in the world. It, we cannot get through. Yeah. There's right. this wall that's keeping right. us from addressing the dog. So it's funny how, how full spectrum CBD oil works and, you know, in the body, when we go to treat um, an ailment or a disease and they use medical cannabis, what it's doing is the endocannabinoid system controls inflammation in the body. And nine times out of 10, a disease or an ailment is being caused by inflammation. So CB full spectrum hemp extract CBD oil gets rid of that inflammation so that healing can begin. So the same thing happens on the psychological mental side of things that if a dog, we don't know, I have a Doberman, she will run into traffic to get away from a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> she was this way at, you know, two months old. I, I didn't do that. It was there. Now I did, the lady was a cleaning freak. So I have, a, we have some, you know, this must've been what happened. But it doesn't matter. She's that way. I can't get through to her for anything. Same thing with the hose. Where did this come from? How did this happen? Um, but the same thing happens in the body that something is off. So uh, giving CBD oil to get rid of the inflammation and or bring us into, a, um, into homeostasis, that's what the endocannabinoid system is responsible for. 
controls our stress, our emotions, our anxiety. It also controls our inflammation. So it does all these things because the receptors are all throughout our body. So we have lots of trainers who have been through the, well, I can't get through this dog. It's crazy. But if we can bring the dog to homeostasis, now I can get through to this dog. And a prescription drug of any type is not going to bring a dog or human to homeostasis. It's going to knock it off. You know, it's not going to help. It's going to uh, add toxins to the body that mess up behavior or make the dog not be able to concentrate right. And of course, as I'm sure you know, diet is has a lot to do with it. Oh, yes. I mean, I, I have, um, I, I'm sure I've told this story on the show before, but I have um, a dog, a boxer named Harley, who is insane, Re reacts very well to the medicine. So when I could bring her to homeostasis, I was like, okay, now let's try to figure this out. Her, her parents were feeding her kibbles and bits. Number one ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. Your dog is hyperactive, crazy, and has no nutri nutrients. I'm like, this is like feeding your kids McDonald's every day and chocolate and then expecting them not to be hyper and crazy. So it's really funny how the correlations work together and that how this all natural, we call it a medicine, but it's a supplement also to kind of help train your dog get them over whatever that is that's happening i mean we we have a rescue here who's from bosnia she is batshit crazy you know <laughs> you put her in a kennel or she smells food she immediately becomes the crazy dog so we get it i'm so happy to hear that story and and know that a trainer like yourself is using that um, I know we're getting close to the end. I want you to be able to share um, where people can find out more information on your classes, how they get in touch with you. Do you have any educational resources that they can look up on and any more advice on how to, um, to take over that ownership of a parent, being a pet parent and knowing that you can train and being consistent and being able to have you as a resource is amazing. So tell us, where can they get in touch with you? All right, well, so they can find me on the internet at spiritdogtraining, one word, spiritdogtraining.com that has my online classes. It also has links to my YouTube channel and my Facebook page. I have a very active Facebook page. I try and post training tips mostly every day. Um, there are very different varieties. Today, for example, I posted a video tutorial of how you can teach your dog to tidy up his own toys into a box. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's the number one thing I teach children. All <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> I could I could take that class myself to be totally. Honest. Yes, you could. I'm still teaching you. <laughs> I have a lot of uh, free tutorials on my YouTube page, so you can look up there. For example, how to take something from your dog if he has, for example stolen a bone that you want him to give back because he shouldn't ingest it. So I try to just provide a lot of information and then the online classes you can also find on the website. You can get in touch with me directly if you want to talk about how to perhaps set up some online coaching. And I just want to tell everybody, you know your own dog best. I think there's many trainers out there who try and give you a kind of one size fits all approach. But you're the one who spends 24 hours a day with him. You're the one who he sleeps on the couch next to or in the dog bed next to. 
and don't let anybody tell you things about your dog. Yeah, I think that all owners have a very intuitive understanding of who their dog is and what that dog needs. And then I come in and kind of help with the details, but I just, I really try and give advice from the sidelines. Yeah, I'm never going to be like, this is what you have to do with your dog. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for taking the time to teach us a little bit more about training our own dogs and giving us such great advice. We appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. You bet. Thank you. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.